Welcome to another episode of 30 Minutes with DailyStraits.com. This is your host, June Rumbley. In this episode, we will be speaking to Julian Fayad, who is the founder and MD of Loan Options AI. After growing up with a natural gravitation towards technology, Julian designed and built an app at a tender age of 18 years old. He successfully worked his way through the ranks in the financial sector, working in high-level management roles, where he continually, continuously brought record-breaking growth and developed numerous key partnerships among the broker and lender space. With his constant level of forward thinking and having an entrepreneurial mindset, uh, he wanted uh, H. He wanted to start uh, to start from scratch. He launched loans. Options uh, AI, Australia's first AI-powered comparison tool. Besides being a successful entrepreneur, Julian is also a financial expert uh, and a digital disruptor in an industry that is generally a slow mover in adapting to the newest trend. And um, loan options AI will be the main beneficiary of this. So our chat with Julian today is going to be revolved around how he started his uh, his uh, entrepreneurial journey and also how uh, one can best use his uh, website loan option uh, options AI. So with, without further ado, let's welcome uh, Julian to the show. Hello, Julian. Thank you for joining us today. How are you? Yeah, very good. Thank you. That was quite the introduction. Thank you for that. <laughs> Yes, so thank you so much for joining us today. I will write, uh, go right into the um, uh, question. So, okay, so you started at 18, uh, and uh, just out of curiosity, what app did you build? Well, what I built was an app that was designed to aggregate sports news from various sports like NFL, the NRL, soccer in the, the English Premier League, and, and various other sports, NBA, and um, you know, basketball. Um, so what I did was I basically decided to build an app that I thought would be very useful for me because there was, a, there was a, something that I was like, oh, I wish I could just get all these sports updates and scores and everything all in one place. And it was also um, when I kind of uh, casted the, the net a little bit wider, um, a lot of my friends thought it would be really cool as well. So, all right, well, let's just build it. It was, it was more of a, a learning experience for me. It was never intended to be something that was... Um, I guess, uh, going to lead to a, a pathway or a career or, you know, it was just more something that I built for myself to learn, learn that process of uh, developing and deploying an application on the App Store. And that was a very interesting experience. Um, and over time, it kind of morphed into something that became to, um, you know, I guess developing some ad revenue. Uh, you know, at one point it was making like $1,000 a month in ad revenue, which for an eighteen-year-old kid is, is quite a lot, you know. And so, um, yeah, that's kind of how it started. But so, what happened to that app? So, how uh, it just died off? Or you got a job and you decided to concentrate on that? Yeah, well, um, so I was already working at the time, and this was something I was doing in you know my pastime. When I left um, school, I wanted to. I uh, enrolled in a course in web development. And I was studying full time, but I also my circumstances at the time meant that I needed to work full time as well, and and that kind of that became quite a lot. And I eventually um, dropped the web development course with the view that I would come back to it at some point. And um, and so you know it's kind of been a full circle thing. But 
essentially um, what I did was just focus on my career. And in that time, I still was working on projects that were more or less passion projects, like developing this app and amongst other things. And so um, essentially what happened to it is as the 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 offerings continued to change, there was more and more requirements for me to continue to update the application. And it just got a little bit too much for a project that was no longer a passion project. I'd moved on to developing other projects that were helping me in my career, helping my business that I was working in at the time. So I just diverted my time and eventually I just stopped up updating uh, updating it. And after a period of, period of time, uh, if you don't update the app and make it in line with the new chipsets and the new screen sizes and everything, Apple eventually just pulls it from the app store. So that's essentially what happened. Okay. So uh, what job were you working in and how long were you in the job before you decided to break free and start your own business? Oh, wow. So I, I was in uh, automotive finance for close to eight years before I decided to start my own business. And um, essentially the role before that, I was a partner in a business and uh, learned a lot. And essentially that business was where the idea for loan options was born. I took a lot of learnings out of that that role and I was a partner in that business. Ultimately, I decided to start my own business and, um, and go in a different direction. Uh, and that loan option started in August 2020. So it was right after the pandemic. The previous business I was in decided to, I guess, hibernate. And, um, you know, that was an opportunity for me to, I guess, start fresh and go in a direction that I felt was um, technology and um, improving the customer experience and process. Okay, so um, tell us about uh, the formation of Loan Options AI. So, you, like, you know, were you sleeping on this idea for a long time or, like, how did this come about? Like, what was the, what decided you to make this, a you know, a business, a full-fetched business? Yeah, well, what I, what I wanted to do was try and scale the previous business I was in. And so one of the issues that we had was, and this is how the um, Loan Options eventually was born, but... Um, a lot of the team members would come to me for advice and say, hey, here's this client scenario. They've been in their job for this long. Their credit score is X, Y, Z. Um, what, where, which lender would be the most suitable lender? And so I, I had this repetition of staff coming to me and asking me these questions. And some of them were really complex scenarios and some of them were really easy. And so I started thinking, like, as we get bigger, this is not going to be scalable. So I need to try and pass down that knowledge as best as possible. And, and that was one way to, I, I kind of immediately started offering training to the team and, and things like that to improve their skill set so they were less reliant on me. But I thought even then that's still not as scalable as actually building a, a tech product that could do that. Um, and so what I started doing is every time I made a decision on which lender was the most suitable in terms of would likely to approve the client for the best offer, I wrote down all of the logic that um, I, that made me come to that conclusion. So this lender's credit policy equals this. So the client is within that. So let's go there. And essentially what it started at is first finding out which lenders out of the you know 60 plus lenders there are will say yes. So that's your first job. Which lenders does it meet the criteria for? And let's say out of that, it might be 10. So now you've narrowed it down to 10 lenders. Now, out of that 10 lenders, which of those lenders is going to offer the client the best rate and the best overall offer? 
And so this started in the form of like a spreadsheet, you know, and just writing formulas with um, business rules. And eventually, um, as you know, as I continued to develop it, became loanoptions.ai and started researching AI and its use. And I thought that this was a, a technology that could certainly uh, help us get more accurate in terms of the level of computation uh, that you can you can do with AI is um, far better than just a you know an Excel formula, uh, so to speak. So there was um, an element of the technology was advancing to the point where we could utilize that. And the first model we built was about 70% accurate and we've managed to get it much more accurate than that. Um, and so that that's, yeah, that's the, the evolution. So you started, uh, was this a bootstrap business that you started with your own capital? Yes, yeah, indeed. Um, and it still is. So, you know, it was very interesting uh, when you have a, a product or an offering that is compelling, um, it's not hard to, to make, uh, to, to begin making money. The, the business model makes sense. We save the clients thousands of dollars by helping them shop around. We also save them a lot of time. And in return, we get paid sometimes from the lend or sometimes in the form of like an, uh, effectively like establishment fee that the client is prepared to pay us as a fee for service. And that depends what type of loan product, whether it's consumer or commercial loan and other bits and pieces, but more or less the business model, um, was profitable day one and all of the profit that we've made um we reinvest back into the business in terms of um developing the technology uh, even further um you know, we've obviously got some some really cool plans on on our roadmap as well okay great so i looked at the website it's a very very well designed website i like the icon that's a ninja guy kind of cute yeah <laughs> oh, also, it reminded me of comparison.com.au, the meerkat, you know, because that's the, that's the one that everyone goes to at the moment because of the ads and stuff like that. So let me ask you the question. So how does your business, like, you know, it's come out as to me as it's the first one-of-a-kind loan option kind of uh, AI-powered uh, website in Australia. So how does this business, if I may ask you, compare with a, a site like that like you know uh, which has like a lot of people know the site already yes yes so there's a few things um i'll compare ourselves to both the um the typical uh rate comparison sites and then i'll compare ourselves to compare the market specifically um one thing is our business actually takes the client and controls the whole experience from the very first time they visit our website all the way through to the moment you know they take pick up uh, their car that they've purchased or accept the funds that we've um, managed to get them approved for. So with sites like let's use um, Finder or, or Rate City or Compare the Market or iSelect, the way that those sites work is very, they actually just show you what results are available with the headline offer. So for example, Finder gives you a list of offers and you know people can pay to be the sponsored top offer businesses like let's use a bank let's just say you know um, a bank has decided to pay to be the top listed offer then the client clicks and it just takes them to that bank or that lender's website and the client has to go through the whole journey themselves okay now if they're unsuccessful the client has to go back to you know finder or rate city or another one of these and then they have to apply again with the second best offer. And then until such time that they're approved, they might 
put three or four inquiries, three or four separate application forms that they need to fill out. Our business is very different in a sense that they only need to fill out the form once. And as they're filling out the form, our our AI matching technology is changing the lending results to show them what they specifically qualify for. Okay. Now that's very different because we're not just putting all of the lending options. We're showing them only the options that they actually qualify for. And we're not actually just showing them the the headline interest rate. What we're doing is we're showing them the rate that they qualify for specifically. So we could say rates from 3.54% or something like that. And that would be a really attractive option for people to click on. But what we're finding is these comparison sites where they have negative outcomes is the client <clears throat> agrees and says, yeah, that sounds like a great offer. But the by the time the banks approved them and, and got their loan and their funds ready, they didn't actually qualify for that headline rate. They qualify for something much higher because to get that headline rate, you need to be you know, a property owner with a credit score of above 1100 and been in your job 10 years and all this ridiculous criteria. So it's unrealistic. And we just wanted a better experience. We wanted to try and make it so that the, the rate that the client sees on our site is as close or if not exactly what they end up with. Um, and so that that's the difference between us and comparison sites and specifically compare the market. Um, you know, their expertise is across... Um, uh, sorry, they, they they don't have expertise in one particular component. They have expertise um, across many broad um, product lines, whether it's insurance and other things. You can't be, uh, in, in this is my perspective, you can't be, um, you know, a master of many trades. You almost have to pick a craft and really excel at that one particular craft. And for us, that's comparing and helping customers apply and get funding through um what we call asset finance, which is car loans, unsecured personal loans, unsecured business loans, and equipment loans. So those areas are our absolute expertise, and we think we're the best in the industry at it. Um, and so that's how I guess it's different. We we are a master of this one niche, and um, many other comparison sites compare everything, whether it's comparing hand sanitizers all the way through to car insurance. I mean, you can't certainly claim to be the best at all of those things, right? <laughs> So I just uh, noticed, <coughs> oh, correct me if I'm wrong, but you do not have a mortgage comparison on the site. I might be wrong here. Am I right? Or... No, that's 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 right. And, um, you know, there's a couple of reasons for that. And I'm happy to get into that. But really, a lot of our partners at the moment, um, because the application tool that we've built, we've built it so that it's white label. So we can actually embed our finance application journey on many other, because we wanted the customers to benefit from this. We didn't just want to keep it for ourselves. We want to distribute this application journey and comparison tool to as many uh, people as possible so as many customers can benefit from the savings they get by using this tool. So we actually licensed this tool to other mortgage brokers. And so in some respects, it's to prevent any channel conflict. We don't want to, we're not an expert in home loans. As I said, you know, if you want a personal loan, you can come to us. We'll get you the best personal loan that's in the market. If you want a car loan, if you want unsecured business loans, or if you want any equipment loan, that's what we're a specialist in. We're not a specialist in home loans. But we do have a lot of great partners that we deal with. And so if someone comes to us and happens to mention that they would also be interested in um, getting a home loan, then we'll just refer them to the most suitable partner. If we start doing home loans and start doing everything else, we're no different to... Um, 
I guess, to, you know, these other comparison sites that claim to be, I guess, the best at everything. Um, if there's an opportunity where we can make sure that we will have the best in the industry in terms of talent, we it may be something that we consider down the line. But for for now, it's it's uh, we we have um, more priorities. I would say that. Okay, so that's a great answer. So, what are some of the except expansion plans for the business next year? So, it's a, a quite a new company, two years old. Yeah. So, yeah. are you going for Series A, B, C, all this kind of stuff, or What's the what's the plan? Um, at this point, uh, we're not actively seeking investment. Uh, so you know, uh, the, the business model runs really well. Um, we have a great team. We've got um, in this brand, we have more than our uh, 20, 25, 26 employees, and in the group as a whole, we have you know more than 45, 40, nearly fifty people. So at the moment, it's going really well. We don't think we need it. I think it's, we're still a little bit. Um, immature in that in that respect that we we probably would want to wait a, a little while before we were, were going down that path that's not to say that if we had a um a great opportunity or a really good strategic partner that we wouldn't consider it it's just it probably wouldn't make sense because we we're not quite at the scale um that we would like before we would start handing out equity um and, and doing that sort of thing but the most immediate expansion plans would be um into other markets so so, for example, um, New Zealand, you know, across the ditch, that that would be that's really attractive to us, um, and and perhaps into and maybe in a different capacity. Um, New Zealand is a very similar market in terms of regulation, but say North America, um, you know, Canada and the US, I think um, their regulation is is quite a bit different. So probably for us, it would be maybe just from a tech perspective in terms of licensing the tech. And less around actually facilitating the loan, so our model may change depending on which market it, go, it goes into. But those are the most immediate expansion plans, potentially um, uh, into franchising as well. So, oh wow, that's great. So okay, so you're the head honcho of this company. You're the founder, basically. So can you tell us uh, what are the top tips, the best tips on how to use your website to the fullest, to get the best experience from your website? Um, so we have a lot of great resources that we've built into the site, um, a really, really good frequently asked questions hub, um, some information if you're interested in becoming a partner. So then there's also a lot of uh, information about kind of the secrets of the in industry. So I would suggest, you know, before you go and apply for a loan, there's a lot of learning you should do before that to understand and make sure that you're making the right decisions. Sometimes people focus only on one aspect, whether that's the interest rate or whatever it might be. In order to get a truly good deal, you need to consider all aspects, interest rate, fees and charges, early termination costs, the flexibility, how fast the lender can turn it around. Um, and then of course, if you know what type of loan you want, <clears throat> follow the easy steps. You know, you can select, you want a car loan, then it will ask you, you know whether whether it's going to be used for personal use or business use then you'll select how much you would like to borrow and at any point in time you know if you're not sure you can just enter in what you think is most suitable and and then what you can do is inside the tool you can start making changes to see how that impacts what lending options you have available and um and so that would be you know my advice is like click around have a look and feel uh feel free to ask questions um, reach out to our team, 
if for whatever reason you're having any trouble navigating, we always have that that step where you can just talk to a person and we're very big on that. We want to make sure that not only are we tech, we are tech first, but we do have that team here that's here to support and concierge the client all the way through the process to make sure they get the desired outcome. We're not sending them to third parties. We're not hoping that the bank's going to say yes. We know that th those lenders are going to say yes. So we, we, we've spent the time doing the research on which lenders will say yes, and we present them only those options. Okay, great. So, okay, finally, so there's been a lot of data breaches lately from Optus to Medibank to Wilwood. So I just, because you are a comparison website and people are, tend to put in sensitive information on the site, you know, to get their loans approved, X, uh, XYZ. So can you just tell us like how safe is one's data uh, on your website, on loans options? Yeah. yeah. We, we spend a lot of time making sure that that's, because that's the number one priority. We collect so much data um, and the client's confiding in us. We have their financial history. We have a lot of information. So cybersecurity is of utmost importance and we actually deal with an external cybersecurity specialist to make sure that we're constantly trying to, to do, you know, whether it's penetration tests or uh, things like that to see if there are any vulnerabilities that pop up, different web browsers that people might use or or anything that could potentially lead to a breach, we're, we're super, super cautious with, and we always um, put the client's uh, information and privacy at, at the very, very first uh, point in terms of priorities. And in terms of you know what we, we're doing ongoing and how safe it is right now, all of the all of the data protection services that we, we use are you know tier one. You know we make sure that all the data is kept onshore uh, in Australian hosted uh, Amazon servers. Uh, we pay for you know um, a lot of cybersecurity training for our team to make sure that there's not any phishing attempts. Um, so there's a lot of awareness that we create within our team. I would say that we do a really great job of cybersecurity training, uh, and then obviously we have this um, external agency that is continuously um, trying to stay at the forefront of um, the latest hacks and you know whatever else is going on in the kind of the dark web to make sure that our, our clients are protected. Okay, awesome. Alrighty, that's all the time that we have for today. We have just been speaking to uh, Juliet Fayat, the founder and MD of Loan Options AI. Thank you so much, Julian, for your time and join and for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. Really appreciate it. Awesome. And Thanks. the program is all ours. Be sure to join us the next time as we aim to interview another awesome entrepreneur from across Australia. Thank you so much. Thank you. See you later. See ya.